brought to you by Hug House Productions. So, hello, everyone, first of all. Season two of Desperado is near, so I thought you might need a refresher, a reminder, because it's been almost a year since our last episode, and you know, you had stuff going on, and things happened, and um, I guess you got a shit memory, so I gotta do that now. Without further ado, episode one. Episode one is the introduction of our first narrator, Elio, and he, he's going through it, let's be honest. He's reminiscing about his village being burned down by crusaders, the killing of his family, the desperate run for safety as he stumbles upon old ruins and the enemies on his trail, it's a law. Um, he remembers venturing into those ruins guided by a strange voice, a presence, who pushes him to climb the top of a pyramid, grab a sacrificial knife, and uh, ambush the crusaders at the top. So he does all that, resourceful guys, you gotta give it to him, and by spilling blood on sacred ground, he resurrects an old god, La Catrina herself, and he becomes her avatar. He must now escape the Americas before crusaders can find him again. Episode 2. Now, episode 2 is Shinji's introduction. Why the fuck did I roll my R? Our sad boy has to run away from home after his powers are discovered by his family. He runs to the lone house of a mountain whore, an outcast, and the only other person who will protect him, Jun. She gives him a gun and direction, which is all you need. She's efficient, stretch the point. But when Shinji arrives, flying over the town of Toshima, he is found out by spirit hunters. They burst into the safe house and Shinji only narrowly escapes. Many of the others uh, are not that lucky. Episode 3. Episode 3 is a bit lighter, uh, and I think we need that. Uh, that said, we do find our third narrator, Talia, on a hospital bed, waking up from a coma, or a curse, whatever you want to call it. Just it's, it's what happens when you venture too far in a jungle full of spirits. Don't fucking do that. To bring her out of this slumber, her grandmother summons the Baron Samedi, who accepts to save Talia's life in exchange for her servitude. So the Baron goes and tries to make that deal with Talia, which she's not thrilled about and she hits him with a counteroffer. You know, like, you got a deal for me, I got a deal for you, buddy. You need me just as much as I need you. And the Baron thinks about it, but then he goes, fuck it, we bowl. And he blesses Talia with three gifts, strength, flair, and bone control, baby. Now, also the host of an old god, Talia must flee, just like Shinji and Elio, and seek help from the Path, an organization that protects and moves people like her across the globe. Um, not like a cruise, obviously, like a Episode 4. Episode 4 is the crossroads of destiny. I do not know what that means, but it feels appropriate. And our three narrators meet on a boat set up by the path. After narrowly escaping the crusaders on their trail, they exchange stories, they feel a connection, and Talia reveal her mission, which is that she has a year to avenge her people and kill the old man in the sky, god of all crusaders, or the baron will possess her. Because clearly, if she can't do the job in a year, she's incompetent. Who has that time? Episode 5. Episode 5, our three heroes are crossing the ocean and it's fairly chill. They're on a boat, it's fine. Episode 6. They have crossed said ocean and arrived to England. However, their boat gets intercepted by witches who are not thrilled about refugees in this context, as England doesn't, how do you say, um, fuck with gods. Thankfully, Elio, Shinji, and Talia are saved by Samar, an agent of the path and a friend of Marcus. Marcus, who is the ringmaster of the Nova Circus a troop that forms, trains, and allows refugees to find a place in this world. Episode 7. A coven of witches led by the ascendant Joan Marlowe are searching the circus for potential refugees who may have snuck into the country right under the noses. Marcus, being a servant of Lady Luck, uses his abilities to shield our three heroes from the witches, 
and June leaves with nothing. Episode 8, our three protagonists meet the interesting folks of the circus. They meet mentors and rivals, they discover that Samar, who Elio seems quite intrigued by, is in fact a demon hunter, and that's fucking cool, isn't it? Episode 9. Episode 9 is basically a training montage, and, uh, oh, Elio and Samar get a little more time together and they discover they have a lot more in common than expected. It's cute. What can I say? Episode 10. In episode 10, the circus travels to London, and so do our heroes. And as we know, shit always goes down in London town, so Talia performs her first show with the circus, which was a great idea, until they did not get Samadhi's more flamboyant side to come out and take a hold of her and possess her a lot sooner than he had sworn to. So Talia runs away, and it's up to Elio and Shinji to find her again. Where is she, you may ask? She is at the club, of course. Episode 11. Having found Talia and rescued her, our three heroes make it safely back to the circus and everything is fine. Absolutely fucking not, my dude. Elio is captured by the SCU right after freeing Talia from Samadhi. All of this unbeknownst to Shinji, who think it all went fine, and decides to stay a bit longer at the club, where he meets a certain warlock named Asher. And these two then do what men always do after flirting for like five minutes. And you'll have to trust me on this because I've done extensive research on the subject and I will not have anybody question my expertise. Which is that they make out and then one of them invite the other to his place. Oh, also, Elio gets exercised. It's pretty fucked up, but the sound design slaps if I do say so myself. Episode 12. Episode 12. Uh, Talia wakes up in a hospital again and immediately has an existential crisis because it's not a vibe. But Samar is here and everything will be fine. Yo, do y'all remember Zyla? That was such a cool moment uh, to, to, to put together in a cool character when Elio wakes up after the exorcism and finds out that like, oh shit, Crusaders have infiltrated the SCU. That was cool. Um, so all that happens, but Samar comes to rescue him and they escape. They spend a few days in a safe house. Samar confesses she loves Elio, but like, no pressure, you know? Episode 13. Everyone meets back at the safe house and they have one hell of a debrief. Shinji fucked a warlock and everyone's absolutely cool with that and never mentions it again. The gang has to retrieve Katrina and Samar has a plan for that. Episode 14. Episode 14 is fucked up and you remember it, it's the trapped in a house with a demon episode, you know exactly what went down, leave me the fuck alone. Episode 15. Episode 15, our finale. So Talia got repossessed by Sam D to save Elio, Zyla reveals her true colors and betrays Joan. Joan hits one hell of a high note before getting her tongue cut by Crusaders so she cannot cast spells anymore, and then she is captured and transported to the Americas. Shinji connects with the spirits within him for the first time and explores the full potential of his powers in some pretty kick-ass fights. And thanks to everybody's effort, the gang does retrieve Katrina, but at what cost? To save everyone from the old man's wrath, who sensed his soldiers had been defeated and basically launched a nuke in retaliation, Samar sacrifices herself to feed Elio's shield and save everyone. So now, Elio, Talia, Shinji, and Asher are left in the aftermath of this fucking disaster, somewhere on a beach in England surrounded by ashes, and that's where our story will pick up. Our new season will premiere on the 13th of June and we'll carry on with a new episode weekly after that. And fuck, I'm excited. Yo, we made such a good show, y'all. You'll see, you'll see. It's, it's, it's fucking great. I hope you'll enjoy it and, um, Bye.